Hey, welcome to the Black Knight Nation podcast. Your host, Sal Internado here with a recap of the Army's Boston College uh, 27-24 loss. First, let's get to our sponsor, Higher Echelon. Higher Echelon is a company run by Joe Ross, a former Army fullback, former Army assistant coach, former Army officer. Um, he's also been a guest on this podcast, of course. He's in the archives, his interview. Man, I thought I had a really good interview this week with Trent Steelman, former Army quarterback Trent Steelman. You can find that on the YouTube channel. You can find that on our audio platforms too, uh, Spotify, Apple. I think we're on Google. Who knows where else we're on on the audio platforms, but that's a good interview. Check out our website for the game coverage of the Boston College loss. Seth Mendelson has the game story. I'm writing, uh, finishing off a good, bad, and ugly Um uh story that will be up there once we get off the podcast. We have a bunch of photos by Ed Diller and Lynn Fern who braved the elements a very rainy day at Mikey Stadium yesterday and um and a very um disappointing loss for the Black Knights. We have Seth Mendelson here at Black Knight Nation and we have Brendan and Jersey joining us and um man you watch the first half of this game guys and you see the how Army's offense didn't do basically anything they had three first downs i believe seth and you're thinking okay if they don't come out in the early in the second half and do something this is this game could be you know pretty much done yeah both teams were fighting through some rainy conditions it was the first half it was coming down pretty darn good out there second half i, I was uh kind of a field level for the fourth quarter it wasn't it wasn't as bad um but they came out with with a spark, and Zach Mandel with a spark on that kickoff return, and they they eventually took the lead, you know, uh, 20, uh, 24-20, and you thought, okay. They stop them on fourth down. They stop Castellanos on fourth down. They get the ball back, and, he, you know, they need a couple first downs here, and you might be able to seal off the game, and you think they scored a touchdown that wasn't a touchdown because of the, it was all, this game was all over the place. I mean, just all over the place. And then when you sit down and you like think about it and now we've had time to digest it a little bit and you think about like coach Munkin's press conference and how he said about the mental eras, the coaching eras, you know, man, to be in a game against Boston college, who is a, you know, they're a middle Seth, What is Boston college? Like a mid-level ACC team. They could be right. I mean, I think they're three and three now. They could be six or seven and three in a, in four weeks. They have a relatively easy schedule coming up. You know, they lost to Florida State by two points. They uh, uh, they, they 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 beat Holy Cross by two points uh, or three points. Um, but they have uh, they have Georgia Georgia Tech coming up. They have Syracuse, which showed nothing yesterday. I had to get my Syracuse coming in, um, and um, and they have somebody else who's not very good either. Um, I, I don't know. Brendan, you know who that is, but um, not off the uh, top of my head. So they, they they could be they could be six and three or, or even seven and three, uh, which makes them a you know a bowl team, and they're not so bad. Um, <laughs> what I was trying to get at is this is Army probably had maybe a C or C minus game against Boston College and almost pulled out a win. I mean, they almost pulled out a win with like a an average game at best for them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the second half was better offensively, and but there's still just too many. There's just too many mistakes, right? They're not playing army quote army football, right? They're not playing army football, but yet they're in a game to the very end until the final minute with a with a power five school that's you know has had its moments this year so far. You know, has played 
some pretty good football at times. And I guess the search for consistency continues for Army five games into the season. I don't know what you guys think. Brendan, want to go? Yeah. So, uh, so I, I've been I've been an Army football fan for 24 years now. Yesterday was literally 24 years since my first ever attended game uh, at Mikey Stadium, and you know the losses that hurt the most are the losses where you feel that Army was the better team, and I genuinely believe that over the over the balance of this season, Army will prove to be the better team than Boston College. And I think the evidence in the short term is the fact that uh, sort of what happened when Army played at Syracuse a couple weeks ago, Syracuse had a very slow first half, but in the second half they came alive and, uh, and, and, and put Army in their place. And Army very nearly did that uh, to Boston College. So uh, very disappointing. Uh, at, you know, at halftime, Coach Munkin told CBS Sports that he was embarrassed, and um, you know I, I've 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 tried to like come down off that that mountain a, a little bit because um, the team ultimately, you know, most you know the team mostly did their job in the end, and, and it really kind of came down to a couple of freakish back to back plays um, that really cost them, but. Uh, yeah, just just a, a weird and 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 wild affair uh, yesterday. It, it was a strange game. It was just was a strange game. Um, I don't know. And you talk to like, hey, Army got back Tyrell Robinson uh, yesterday, right? And Tyrell Robinson was a pretty focal point in the offense. He had, you know, a thirty-one yard catch, which I might add, I called the wheel route from the press box on that place. You, that, did. That, you did. You did. Yeah, that should have been a touchdown, probably. That should have been a touchdown if the timing is right and everybody's on the same page, Um, you know, he comes back, you know, he gives them a kind of a shot in the arm in the offense that they, man, they certainly need it. They didn't have Isaiah Austin yesterday. I think he's got an ankle injury. Um, You know, they don't have Ijon Marshall right now. He's got an ankle injury from that tackle in Syracuse. So they need a boost. And Robinson gave him that boost. And you're thinking, okay, um, they're going to find a way here. And it just, um, man, I don't know. I just like you write, you write some stuff, you watch the replay of the game a little bit and you're like, yeah, yeah, they're two and three. They could be four and one, you know, but you are what your record says you are according to the football people. So, and then we know this is a tough schedule right now Mm -hmm. and they're underdogs now Saturday at home against Troy. They're four point underdogs against Troy. Who's four and two. Will not be an easy game. Probably will be a similar game to this Boston College game. Uh, probably will be a pretty close, maybe a lower scoring game like last year. Who knows? But they got to change things. So they, I mean, they got to get, they got to get, they got to get a win. You know, they got to get a win. That I mean, I don't want to talk about bowl projections and we haven't hit even hit the middle no, of the season. I don't want to no. talk about that. <laughs> no. I want to talk, talk about this team getting the five hundred. You know, I want to talk about this team feeling good about itself, you know, so. Yeah, my, my take on the game is the same thing what Brendan just said. I know South feels the same way. The first half was weird. The whole game was weird. The first half is really weird. Uh, the weather was terrible. A lot of rain uh, is blowing. You know, the rain was blowing in sideways at some at some points. The wind wasn't that much of a factor, but there was some of it. Um, and Army looked, um, 
as they looked in the second half against Syracuse, it, it looked like a team that wasn't motivated. They didn't know um, they were they were missing the key plays. They they had a chance for a touchdown. They settled for a field goal in the first half. Um, in the second half, I'm happy to say they came out as a different team. Uh, they held you know they held BC to the uh, to one touchdown and and they scored I guess it was three to take that lead with 11 minutes left. Um, everything was clicking and. Then they stopped this great quarterback. I mean, at least yesterday he was a great quarterback. He was a Heisman Trophy winner yesterday. Wow. Um, just yesterday, not in general, just yesterday. Um, but they stopped him and they got the ball back. And then, you know, you we we had that, you know, that that illegal forward pass, um, which, you know, I understand why he tried it. I wish he didn't, because he had the first down. We all know that. We agree that it was the right call by the referees and it was, you know, it was, the right call was made. Uh, and then, of course, Munkin chose to punt it afterwards. And as he told us in the press conference, uh, he instructed the punter a, a rugby style kick, hoping the ball would roll down the field instead of, you know, instead of, you know, a traditional punt that, you know, is higher and farther and, and whatnot. And we all know what happened there. It was a, was it a 14-yard punt? Is that what it yes. was? Yeah. 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 14-yard punt. They got the ball in the 38-yard line, and four and a half minutes later, or whatever it was, they scored the winning touchdown. Um, it was a very strange game, and Army should have won it. And uh, they had their chances to win this game um, from the get-go, and they didn't. And it's disappointing. And we're two and three going into uh, two very tough games. Yeah, uh, we had we had a chance, Seth and I, to talk briefly to Jeff Munkin after the press conference, right? And it's such a it's such a game of like inches, even to a point of analytics. And what do you do? Do you go for? It? Do you, it's um, you know what um, what was the play where Boston College? He could have pushed Boston College back. I think it was before the whole crazy twelve men on the field thing, right? He could have um moved Boston College to a third and eight on an illegal shift or a penalty, and they decided to decline it and make it a fourth and three, and. Analytics says it's easier to stop a team on a fourth and three than them to have two shots from third and eight, you know, or the play when daily the illegal uh, forward pass, right? I think it put them at a fourth and four, I believe. And so that, you know, fourth and three is a go, but fourth and four may not be a go during, during analytics. And to me, I asked them about this, about sometimes should the numbers, the analytics, what they say, Sometimes it's just feel, right? You've been coaching for so long, and sometimes it's just feel. And I ask him, has he ever gone against analytics? And he says, yes, he has gone against analytics. You know, so, but this time, analytics did not work. You know, I mean, I mean, or maybe not that they didn't work, but they didn't give different feedback, so to speak. I don't know. I'm not a big analytics guy, me personally, but I'm not a football. I'm not a football coach. That's not my profession. I, I don't. Have a problem, I don't have a problem with him punting the ball on a fourth and four because you're giving you're giving BC the ball. Yeah, that's if he doesn't. I don't have a problem with that. What I do have a problem with is kick the ball. Why don't you kick the ball away? Why are we try, try, trying a rugby style kick? Uh, I know it worked in the fir first half. Okay, I don't know if he kid did it on purpose or not. I guess. Oh maybe yeah. He did. Um, it worked in the first half. The ball rolled down to about the 10. It was great. But just kick the ball away. The key is that's the key. And, you know, and then you count on your defense to stop these guys from getting 80 yards or 75 or 85 yards with five minutes left in the game. I, yeah. That's what I don't understand. 
and that that's what goes on. That's that, that's the game, you know, and that's why we Army lost and BC won. It's so close. I mean, it's so close. The margin for error is so close. The 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 analytics choices are so close, and it's a play here or play there. It's a stop there or, or a, it's a decision here, a decision there. You know, it's a quarterback's uh, second effort or making a cut there. It's I don't know, Brendan. I mean, I don't know how much more we want to really. Yeah. Bring. Well, so so for me. For me, it's like yesterday sucks, but I'm also not really panicking in 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 the in the biggest scheme of things. Like I don't I don't I don't want anybody fired. I don't want anybody benched per se. Uh, I, I've always believed in this offensive change, and I continue to believe in it. I think the biggest problem is that they get they really they the issue the issue with the offense is that they basically like they can't ever get conservative with it. At least, at least not in the games that they've been playing so far. You know, um, I, I mean, I'm sure, like, I'm sure against Massachusetts, they could probably run it, you know, 67 times and, and still win the game. Um, but when you're, you know, when you're when you're fighting for your life, like they have been uh, the past couple or the past couple of games, you know, we've seen it's like you can't you can't ever take your foot off the pedal. And Thatcher had Boston College absolutely sideways. In the second half, which which makes that pitch on third and two so frustrating, um, because on the one hand, yeah, a, you know, a, a, a touchdown there probably is a kill shot, going up two scores with with five minutes left, um, but but they didn't really need it there. I mean, if they, you know, even if they had just possessed the ball another two minutes and maybe, um, you know, maybe like try try field field goal, whatever. Um, you know, I, 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 I felt like the, the fact that the defense gave the offense, the ball back up one score up, up more than a field goal with five minutes left, essentially at a home. I felt like the defense did their job yesterday. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was ultimately those, those, those two mind-boggling plays that 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 let him down in the end i mean there's i mean there are some other there's some other coaching decisions that happened that are, are tough to explain that definitely had an impact and certainly um you know if, if would you, you like know, to if, go if, into those coaching change coaching decisions well you know i mean if, if if they get one first down in the, in the first quarter maybe we're not even talking about any of this you know <laughs> butterfly effect and all that i mean who knows but here we go. We got a comment from uh, from a from a person watching right now. Army's defense has been giving up big plays at crucial points all season. Also, the drop pass by the tight end on the goal line was a killer. Well, yeah, that was a killer a little bit, but that wasn't really a um, – they weren't on the same page, quarterback and wide uh, tight end, Josh Lingenfelter. I don't really blame that on Lingenfelter to a point. Um the, the ball's wet, I guess, right? It's a wet ball. It was a little bit behind him. It was a little bit behind him. Yeah, it wasn't – he was wide open and maybe it was – now, maybe you guys could have a better opinion of this than I could, but maybe it wasn't thrown on time, in my opinion. It just the ball wasn't thrown on time, in my opinion. That's I, I mean, I I mean, I don't, I don't want to, you know, like I, I can't play quarterback, so I don't want to get on the kid too much, but um, short, short passes, flat routes, you know, they, they've been an issue for Bryson – uh, thus far this season, um, 
he's he's really he really needs to work on leading guys better. Yeah, and also, I mean, I, I think on that play, also, if I remember, the play's to Lingenfelter, right? The play's to Lingenfelter. But the, David Crossan's coming across the, the end zone open, too. So, right. I mean, if you, it, for some reason, if the, you're, the timing's off a little bit, you, you, there was another option. I don't know, but. Um, I don't think he was looking at that option. I think he was going. No, no. And, going across. I mean, the pass was a little behind them, it was wet. Um, you know, it was a touchdown. If he throws it correctly, he catches it, obviously. Um, and uh, that would have been, you know, it would have been four more points. I think we settled for we settled for three there, right? Yeah, we settled for three. Yeah. I, yeah. Just I look at like I think his I think Bryson's numbers were something like 10 for 13, over 100 yards passing. Yards, yeah. 99 yards rushing, blood, sweat, and tears, playing his tail off as usual, right? I mean, playing is playing really hard. And I mean, I guess that's really I mean the, Sometimes things don't work out, you know. Sometimes things don't work out, and like you, like you were saying, Brendan, that third and two play, and I mentioned it when we were offline, so I might as well just mention it now and get it out there. I mean, you're third and two, you're at midfield, um, the triple option play there. I mean, just because I guess when the, the uh, triple option play, the quarterback's going to have in his head, hey, um a pitch could be involved in this play, you know? So if it's there, I'm going to get rid of it. And if that's maybe not in the equation, who knows? There's a lot of, you know, when we were talking about this set, when we walked out of the press conferences and I guess we were on the bus going up to our cars and stuff, this game has a lot of what ifs. I mean, you can run down the line of what ifs. Maybe you may need another sheet of paper for the what ifs on, in this game. Absolutely. You know, I mean, there's just so many like, and, most of the time, the what ifs didn't really go Army's favor. They didn't really go Army's favor in this game. So, um, you know, they did show a lot of fight coming back. You know, in the second half, they did get. You know, we did mention uh, you know Tyrell Robinson's return, and um, you know, uh, the thing with the thing with the Bryson Daly, right? That touchdown pass to Tyson Riley was in a tight window. That was that a was, great pass. Yeah. That was really yeah. good. Um, I, I really me, like that. To me, I know you want to this this offense, a shotgun offense, is all about you know movement and motion and all this stuff. And you're running um, Lingenfelter from the right side to the left side on that pass play. But I kind of like that Riley play where you just you know you're you're pretty much maybe a little closer to the goal line than the Lingenfelter play. But get it out, snap it, get it out there. You know just. And make have the receiver make a play on a ball that's that he that he can catch. You know, I mean, I don't know, I don't know. I just like there's been some really good things in this offense, and then there's there's things where why, um, you know, the first play of the game that end around the Noah Short, BC snuffed it out minus five yards. You know, you're behind, you're 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 not on schedule after that. You know, and then. Then Tyrell Robinson enters the game um, and gets a seven-yard run on second down. And then you got a third and eight or whatever it was. And uh, I don't know. I was talking to Seth in the press box. I'm like, we know we know. Um, we'll get his – thanks for the comment. Appreciate it. If you guys are watching right now, send more in. We'll read them and we'll talk about it. Um, maybe we'll get into that real quick. But my thing is, Tyrell, I'm talking too much, guys. I, I, got, I got a little – got a lot of – 
things to say, I guess. But I would have had Tyrell Robinson start the game. I would give him a first carry and see what happens. I mean, that's just me. That's just me. I'm not an offensive coordinator. I'm not a coach. I'm just a you know, covered army for, you know, 15, so, 15 or so years. So I'm, I'm sure they had their reasons for that. I don't think that made the difference between winning and losing. What made the difference between winning and losing was some weird plays. You know, give Munkin credit. He he blamed it right, right away. He got up there. He says, I'm disappointed. The players didn't play well, and we didn't coach well, um, especially in the first half. He said they made some mistakes in the second half, too. But he said we did not coach well. He said it a couple of times. He said it during the press conference, and he said it right after the press conference. And, you know, you got to give the guy credit for that because he recognized it. He didn't blame everything on the players. He could have. Um, and, you know, he took the collective blame. As the head coach, he took the collective blame. So I got to give him credit for that. But it's true. <laughs> the players did not play well in the first half at all. They missed assignments. They missed uh, – they, they didn't they didn't get the ball in the end zone when they should have. Um, and the second half, you know, we had a couple of – not too many, but they played much better. But, you know – yeah, that, that that penalty hurt us. It hurt us a lot and uh, hurt Army a lot. So um, hopefully they learn from this. Let's let's call a spade a spade here. You know, um, uh, Bryson's only starting his fifth game. Um, you know, he's a, he's a junior starting his fifth game, and you know the, he's a kid. He's twenty years old or so, I guess twenty twenty one. He's gonna make mistakes. You know, he's three years out of high school. Um, yeah. He's going to make mistakes, and this is one of them that cost it cost West Point the, the victory, or potentially cost West Point. It's, I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not pointing. Yeah, I know you're not. I yeah, blame. I do that. So, um, I mean, like, like I said, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not panicking in, in the big picture. I, I think, I think one day, fairly soon this season, like they're going to put together, like. You know, I mean, the offense. I, I think one of these days, the offense is going to fire on all cylinders, and they're going to really like blow the doors off of somebody. Hopefully, against Air Force, uh, that'd be nice. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and 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 or Navy, um, or just this week. But um, to 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 me, um, to me to me, kind of like the most concerning thing, and. This was an issue I saw last year. Uh, one of the, to me, one of the hallmarks of the really quality Munkin teams was just being a sixty-minute team. And I can't remember. I mean, outside of like the rock fight of Navy last year, where they just kept clawing <laughs> until the end, and, and they had the game won. Like I can't remember the last time they had like a full sixty-minute effort from from all three phases of the game. And uh, that that used to be really like, I mean, you, I, I don't know. I mean, even even thinking back to like, uh, you know, fifty two to three against San Jose State, where they just like never took their foot off the gas in any phase. I just can't remember the last. I mean, I guess other than Delaware State this year, but you know, I mean, yeah, Delaware, yeah. Delaware State is practically a Division two team, so um, they are a Division two team, aren't they? Uh, they no, they're, they're FCS. They're, they're, they're they're FCS, but they have Division two teams. Right, right. They lost to Division two team, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know that that to me is concerning because good point. Because 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 we I mean we all agree that X's and O's are an important factor, but at the same time, it's like I've you know in, in the Bobby Ross era, I saw Army running you know a, a, an offense no more complex than what my high school was running, you know pro style pro set. 
and they went toe to toe with Texas A&M and and Iowa State. So you know, there's 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 more to the game than X's and O's, even though we all acknowledge that X's and O's are important. Um, you know, it's and sometimes it's just about competing for for all sixty minutes. And uh, I, I think if we see them do that this season, it's going to be quite impressive. Brenda, I, I'm, I'm going to, you know, counter your comment. I, I am beginning to panic. Um, we got two tough games coming up here. Troy's a decent team. They're four and two. We know the deal with LSU. Um, you know, the, the 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 Massachusetts Holy Cross games. You know, Holy Cross is not that bad. Massachusetts seems to be pretty awful. They're one and six or one and seven. They won their first game. Um, honestly. You know, Air Force is is good. They're five and zero, and granted, they haven't played a tough team yet in their conference, but they they've done everything they're supposed to do so far. Um, Navy, you know, beat North Texas yesterday, um, and then Coastal. You know, I, I'm you know, and Sal doesn't yeah. want me to do this, but you want to get to five hundred. Um, I don't, you know, I, if we don't beat Troy, and I think we have a chance to beat Troy. I do. I, I think that you know they're gonna they're gonna come out. It's a home game. They're gonna come out highly spirited. Um, and you know, hopefully, play the, the best game of the year. But you don't beat Troy. You know, I don't know how you're going to get to 500. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm, I mean, when I say I'm not panicking, like I, I never expected this season to be the season, um, especially transitioning in a new offense and uh, a new quarterback and all that. Um, and they still have the Service Academy of games ahead of them, which I ultimately care about more than. Um, a bowl game, but that's that's my opinion. Yeah, I think that um, I want to I want to bring up the defense comment, uh, but I want to also bring up this. I mean, you look at the schedule, right? And yeah, they were coming off a bye week after the Syracuse game, but I mean, Syracuse game was there, pretty physical game. You know, Boston College game was there, pretty physical game. Troy last year was just a slugfest, you know, 10-9. I mean, they're, they're, these teams that they're facing are not like these teams that want to put up 70 on the scoreboard, right? They're pretty physical teams, and they're – so it's going to be – it's going to test Army's depth. We already know they have some guys injured on offense. The guys on – some guys on defense were banged up. I think – I, you know, I don't want to – it looked like Lee alone was a little banged up during this game. It looked like he got banged up a little in this game. Um. You know they're they're down a couple linebackers are well they were down Spencer Jones already. Um, they're missing some guys, and so guys have to step up. It's going to test their depth, no doubt. Once they get to LSU, and once they play at LSU, that's going to be another one. Yeah, so it's going to be they're really this is a not only is this a tough schedule like for opponents and caliber opponents, these teams that they're facing are you know the three power five schools in between. You know a Troy. Um, they're pretty good and they're pretty physical and they're, you know, it's going to be, it's up to our, it's really up to army. They, they play up to the level that they need to play to be competitive and have a chance. So, um, you know, I don't know. I, I, the defensive side, I want, I was bringing up that comment again on the big plays. I just, um, this game, right. Seth, it's played in the rain. B, BC had 70 yards passing, right. Something along those lines. They're not going to really, throw the ball too much. And I don't think that really, I mean, they, they threw the ball downfield once where Jabari Moore made a nice play to break up a pass. That's my memory of them throwing the ball downfield. No, and also the interception. The interception. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. So they threw the ball maybe downfield twice. I don't know. 
You know they're going to run with the quarterback. You know they're going to run with Garwo. I mean, I guess Army was kind of crowding the line of scrimmage to a point, but then these big runs, then these – I mean, how many – you know more than I do because I'm not – I don't really look at the box – study box scores. BC had over 280 yards rushing. Am I right with that? Yeah, the two guys, the quarterback and the running back. The quarterback had, I think, 152 or 160 yeah. around there. And, and the running back had um, 120, 130. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean. I, I want to say it was like 300 altogether on the yeah, side. Yeah. Hey, listen, that quarterback, that 17-yard run with two minutes left, uh, he went down to the three-yard line. You know, that was a huge play. We're not, we haven't discussed that yet, but you know, the, the offensive line opened a big hole for him and he took off and, you know, he, he got snagged at the three yard line. You know, we've, we haven't discussed this yet, but you know, it would have been better if he just scored then and army would have had two minutes left in the game um, yeah. to get, you know, to get three points to tie it. Well, do you think he went down? Do you think he went down? Cause I don't think he wants to score there. I think he knew the clock. I think he knew the situation. I don't think he, he was tackled. He was, I don't know if he, Oh, no. yeah. I think Q Hammonds might have chased them yeah. down. Something like well, that. He was trying to go down. But, you know, then you know, they didn't score for three more plays. And, you know, Army used up its its two remaining timeouts. They used one early in the in the third quarter. And, they and you know, then we got the ball back. Army got the ball back with 25 seconds left. There's I think you can do. I think Munkin said they used the one of the timeouts because of a substitution, something or other. And, and about, yeah. yeah, in the third quarter, yeah. A wasted, a basically wasted a timeout, and sometimes you know those will come back to haunt you a little bit. And I asked Coach Monkey at the press conference, "Was there any thought of just letting them score, even on first down, first and goal, just letting them score so you have more time on the clock?" They were on the three, they were on the three yard line for first down, then got to the one on second down. I mean, on second down, second down one, you got to stop them three straight times from the one. I mean, and what did he say? What did he say? Why did he? Why did he? He said he thought about it, but. You tell me. Try to stop them. It's and, all based on time left. No, what do I know about analytics? But they got the ball back with like 25 seconds. 25 left. seconds they got the ball back with, yeah. You know, or have. you could have got the ball back with like a minute and change left. Look what now, happened with Georgia Tech in Miami yesterday. You know, Georgia Tech got the ball back on a fumble with no time left, and they scored with two seconds left to win the game. And beat Miami, you know. So anything can happen if you get you know, yeah some time. I, I I will say that decision from Mario Cristobal to to never ever take a kneel down. Apparently that's part of his philosophy, um, which cost them a game. But yesterday, <laughs> that's that's more embarrassing than anything that that Army did yesterday. I totally agree. That was a very <laughs> embarrassing. But, but Sal, you uh you mentioned the the uh the substitution issues i mean when when we when we talk about army getting out coached in this game that that was really the thing cuz bc was clearly taking advantage you know if if army was trying to sub too late you just you know the the, the rules are the rules you've known uh those ru- those rules this season uh pretty well bc was taking advantage you know either when did, that when did that happen when they actually got a five-yard penalty? Sal, were, were you there with me? Or you downstairs already. I was downstairs, but that happened on the last drive where they got a five-yard penalty. The Army. drive where they scored or the drive where they had the penalty? I could have sworn that happened on their last drive. I could Yeah, I think I, I I think you're right. 
But not the, last, not, not the 25 second drive. You mean the one before that? I think the 25 second drive. No, uh, no. I have to go back and look. I'll go back and look. But real quick, Brendan, please go into more about what you're talking about with substitutions, if you could, a little bit more, because I think that's a big part of this. And, you know, I want, before you do, guys, if you're watching this, um, check out our YouTube channel. I went to the uh, Boston College press conference with uh, Jeff Halfley. And if I was a little late, about four minutes late to it. But if you listen to that podcast, you'll you'll be educated about the sport of football a little bit and how coaches the mindset of coaches and how they think and what they think about you know the substitution and stuff and what plays are run against them, how much they put into sometimes they're gonna see a play for the first time that Army might not have never ran yet, you know. So how do they react to that? It's it's pretty good how he went into the uh the local media. I well, I popped in there. Um and, and, and explain a few things. So check that out. Now, I'm sorry for interrupting your flow, Brendan, but talk a little bit about this Morris's substitution because I had somebody else mention it to me today too. And the more I think about it, the more it makes a lot of sense that the teams are now aware that Army's subbing late and they're going to use that against Army almost, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I don't remember if it was put in this season or last season, but it's a fairly recent rule where – if you make a substitution on offense, then the defense has to be allowed to make a like-for-like like substitution if they choose. And the gamesmanship that comes with this is that if you make a sub on offense, the defense can just pull three guys off the field and send on three more, regardless of like whether they actually want to do it. But if it runs out the play clock, it runs out the play clock, and that becomes a false start uh, for the offense or, you know, or, or a procedure penalty, whatever it is, it's five yards. Um, and BC was taking full advantage of that. Now, now there was one instance where army caught BC, uh, with 12 men on the field. Ultimately it didn't matter. I don't, um, because it was on the uh, touchdown I, throw. It was on the touchdown throw. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was a first down or, or a touchdown throw, but it was, it was in the red zone. Um, and and frankly, I think, um, you know, I, I I I you know, it's it's to me, it's it's one thing, um, you know, if it's first down and it's sort of like a, a new series for the offense, effectively. But um, to me, Army should be taking advantage of of personnel matchups um, by not subbing and therefore not allowing. The defense is sub. I mean, and and I'm sure, I, and I'm sure Thatcher's into that. I mean, I, I don't think I'm saying anything that the coaches don't know or are not studying up on. Um, we're just kind of, we're you know, we're 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 discussing this for the fans, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah last week, uh, I think it was the Notre Dame game, the game they won, or uh, maybe uh, they lost to Ohio. State. I don't know. One of the games a couple weeks ago, the same thing happened, and the announcers said that you know um, the, the the offensive team. Uh, substituted with less than 15 seconds left on the play clock. And the defensive team took its time, and that, that referee won't move until he's given instructions by the by the head ref. And they end up getting the same thing to happen to them. And the, the announcers said, uh, you can't, if, if you want to avoid that, you have to sub before there's 15 seconds left on the play clock because they can drag it out. And that's a lot of time. You know, I think, what's the play clock now? 30 seconds in college? So uh, you have... That you have 15 seconds to sub those last 15 seconds. This could happen all the time. They take their time. They, they almost kind of like jog off at a slow pace 
And it's the offensive. I mean, they, they may have to change that rule somewhere because well, you're blaming the offense. You know, they're ready to go and they can't go because the the referee is standing between the center and the and the quarterback. <laughs> Don't let him break it. Uh, I, I think last week they called a timeout. I think Notre Dame called a timeout to avoid the uh, five second, you know, the the, the penalty. And well, wasn't wasn't the thing with Notre Dame? They had one uh, the last two plays of the game. They only had ten guys on the field. On the I, I didn't think it was that game. I would have been a, a different okay. game. I think Notre Dame won this okay. game. You know, hey, I, uh, that, that delay a game that delay a game penalty was on the final drive for Army. It was on the play before the last pass to Casey Reynolds. I looked it up, um, and the one where Casey Reynolds, you know, they knocked the ball from Casey Reynolds, and the game was basically over. But they weren't. It was a third and fifteen. Uh, Reynolds didn't get the first down. I mean, the clock was going. It was probably under ten seconds at that point. So I mean. But I mean, adding the five yards when you need, you're trying to get into field goal range, whatever, you're trying to move the ball down the field certainly didn't help. And I don't know if that's something you want to do when, when you're in a, a, a one minute drill. You know, when you're a one minute drill, like you said, Brendan, you want to keep the guys on the field that, you know, you want to keep your personnel on the field so they can't do that. So they can't put you in a situation where you're not. But, we're we're podcasting. We're not on the sidelines, so um, you know. I mean, it's good point, Seth. Bringing that. I'm glad you brought up the end of the game because, um, as far as letting them in or not letting them score, because I completely, like I said, there's so many things from this Boston College game that happened and or didn't happen, and you're like, um, man, I, I wrote that good, bad, and ugly uh, story right now, right? I got one good for Army. I, I I got Tyrell Robinson's return. That's all I got. And I got like all the, the stuff that we're talking about and um, the punting, the the legal forward pass, the 12 men on the field. Uh, well, we did have the good kickoff return. We did have the interception. Um, oh, you know. yes. Yeah, Zach Mundell. Yes. You know what, Seth? I will add, just because you mentioned that, I haven't posted the story yet on the website. I will add Zach Mundell's. It's, it, you know, the good, good catch by the, um, Army Sports Information staff say that's the longest kick return in the Munkin era, 55 yards. Kickoff return. Yeah, longest kickoff yeah. return. And um, Doesn't that sound shockingly low, <laughs> 55 yards <laughs> in 10 years? <laughs> no, the only thing is a lot of times they're fair catching. Anyway. Oh, yeah, that's true. They're kicking out. You know, yeah. he, he, you're, you're, they're fair catching probably 90% of the time. You you're, know? Right. you're right. I remember when, like, you know, you have Ishaan Marshall back there. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if Kel Walker uh, returned kicks or not. I thought he did. And it was always like a fair catch. You know, it was always, you know, even if it looked like you had a return. Nope, not going to take any chances. Got to get the, the ball on the 25. So. That rule changed two years ago, the fair catch, get the ball on the 25. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I just we'll – I'll see. Sal, I'll, I'll also say shouts to uh, Quinn Moretzky for making all of his kicks, including a field goal in heavy rain. Yeah, yeah. Seven, especially, when, seven. especially when the BC guy missed one. Good point. Yeah, um, seven for eight now, I think, for Quinn on the season. I'm pretty sure that was his seventh field goal. Um, yeah, that's why I was thinking that about that whole um, 12 men on the field. We're going for it. We're kicking. Then we're going for it again. What if Army stayed on the field? There was no guaranteed that the BC kicker was going to make that field goal. So not only was it a four-point swing that Coach Munkin said, you know, three points to seven, it could be zero points to seven. You know, they, he, was there any guarantee he was going to make that in those conditions? I don't know. How many yards was that? That was about, what, 30, about 40-yard field goal? Uh, uh, they didn't kick it, so we don't know. 
the ball was on the – I want to say I could be wrong. I thought they had fourth and three from the 17 of Army. So it would have been like a 34, 35-yarder. Yeah. Give me, me – not necessarily give me in those conditions, I don't think. Right. Maybe I'm wrong. Right. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. But, man, you got to – if it only played out, you know, if we only could have saw it play out with Army have their 11 on the field ready to go for the field goal, Maybe they block it. Maybe they don't. Maybe he makes it. Maybe he misses it. Who knows? You know, it's it's funny. I was in, I gotta mention this because I uh, I work uh, I work a couple other jobs and uh, the one job I work is um, I do in school suspension job at a high school and I had a teacher come in this week. And I had a student in there and he basically was giving the student options if if the student wanted to do do the work or not. And he basically said it was a choose your own adventure, right? It's a choose your own adventure. Well, this game, you're wondering, you know, if you, if a happened, what would, you know, it's almost like a little bit, maybe I'm wrong in the comparisons here, but almost like a little choose your own adventure. Like what would have happened if, if you did, if a happened, if B happened, if C happened. And like we said, we can go down um, probably through the alphabet, you know, and options that what would have happened in this game, uh, I don't know if that was a good comparison. I'm just trying to weed this into everyday life. Maybe uh, I don't know what you guys think, but that's. I think that's. I think I. I think we said a, a lot of what we thought about this game. I mean, I'd like to bring up one more thing, which has nothing to do with the game, but of course, I realized it was raining out, but I was shocked. You know, the crowds. The announced crowd is thirty-five thousand. Obviously, a lot of people did not show because of the conditions. But I, I was shocked the number of people who left at halftime and did not come back because you can't come back in. And I understand we were up in the press box. It was nice and dry and relatively warm. But I, I, I my guess is not including the Corps of Cadets, I would say three quarters of the fans, um, at least half, left the game at halftime. You're not you were being correct because when I went down there for the fourth fourth quarter, there was a pretty decent crowd. I remember looking up to underneath, I guess where the press box is. I guess they all went up there. <laughs> where the loge is, and that 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 area is pretty full. To be honest with you, that area is pretty full. So well, yeah, you. I know you saw people leave the leave the stadium at halftime. I don't think you saw. If you're saying half of the thirty thousand, if you're saying fifteen thousand people left at halftime, no, there wasn't thirty five thousand to begin with. They sold thirty five thousand tickets. My guess is there was probably twenty two, twenty three thousand, including the core. I think there was more. I think there was more there because honestly, Seth, like even after um, when I was running from press conferences to press conferences, right? There were more BC fans there than I thought there were there. They weren't just behind like the field goal, the South field goals. There, there was a decent, yeah, more people, more people braved the elements than you thought. And I thought I saw somebody's, um, it was on somebody's social media. I don't know if it was a fan or whatever. They panned the whole. Um, they panned the whole stadium, and it could have been at the first kickoff of the game. I don't know when they they took the video, but the stadium was. I mean, it wasn't a sellout by any means. Were there thirty five thousand fans there? No, but there were more people braving the elements than I thought. Now, I was surprised how many people were heading for the exits at halftime. I, I understand the weather. I get it. It wasn't cold. It was relatively warm. Well, know? no, it wasn't on the field. It was cold. Okay. Yeah. Again, I was up in the press box and it's nice and toasty and or semi-toasty up there. The windows are open, but you know, for the TV camera. Yeah, the, pr- 
the press box life it was from from hearing from our photographer uh photographers it was man the conditions weren't great out there i mean it wasn't like it wasn't like you know 70 degrees and raining it was in the 60s but there was a wind too a little bit of a wind too so yeah you were going up against it a little bit there but you know, good for the fans that stuck it out. They saw a great, they saw a good ending to a game. I mean, it go Army's way, but I mean, it was a pretty exciting game in the fourth, second half. Army made it interesting and just, like we said, just didn't make enough plays to uh, get it done. And now here come, Troy comes, the Trojans come to uh, Mikey Stadium on Saturday. Chance for Army to get to 500 if they could pull out a win and uh, won't be easy. I haven't really followed uh, Troy's schedule too much. I know they had a pretty convincing win on Saturday. Um, I, I, I mean, I, um, I usually look at the um, the Massey Composite rating, okay, which is which is like basically like all the computer ratings that you can get a hold of, or yeah. not not just computer ratings, also polls and things like that. And um, I think Troy was just under Syracuse, so it'll definitely be another tough game. Yeah, but I, but I do think uh, I, I do think Army's offense will at least score a touchdown against Troy this time, which they could not manage last year, which is part of the whole reason why they've changed the offense. So, well, you I'm, know, what? I'm at Troy right now. Um, yeah, they beat they beat Georgia State when Georgia State I think was four zero. I think Georgia State got off to a four zero start and they beat them twenty eight seven at Georgia State. That was a pretty good win. I think Georgia State was coming off a win off Coastal. Coastal's not having a great season this year. Um, first year coach and you know Grayson uh, Grayson McCall throwing interceptions, which is something he didn't do his first three years. He's yeah. he's he's having a lot of problems uh, with that. So um, I I would imagine I would imagine Grayson McCall wishes he had transferred somewhere. Yeah, he couldn't. Grayson McCall couldn't transfer. I'll just leave it at that. I'll just leave it at that. Otherwise, he might be at Liberty. So uh, I'll leave it at that. Um, Troy lost to uh, Kansas State was fifteenth ranked at the time. They got beat pretty bad by 29 points, and they lost to James Madison, which I think is a pretty good team again this year. Um, they're five and zero, so they've Troy, been, they're not bad. Yeah, Troy Troy James Madison might be a rematch for the Sun Belt title at the end of the season. Yeah, crazy, crazy, cra the Fun Belt, the Fun Belt, you know? Fun Belt, baby. My my adopted favorite conference, so uh, the Fun Belt. I don't um, think Troy's in the Sun Belt anymore, are they? They are. Yeah, they still are. They are. Seth, you are the king. You're the king of the conferences, man. You know I everything. Know. Right now, I'm looking on uh, CBS Sports. Let me just check this. It looks like they're in there. They're playing Georgia State. They're playing James Madison. Those are all conference games. Yes, they're playing. They're oh, they're in the other division. Okay, they're in the they're in the West Division. That's why I only had the East Division. They beat Arkansas State. Yeah, you're right. They're two and yeah, one in conference. Yeah. And so we'll, uh, we'll we'll see we'll see what break what uh which. I, man, I almost got into a Seth lead for the to end this podcast. Cast saying we'll see which Army team shows up against Troy. We don't know yet. We're still like like Brendan, you're saying we're still waiting for a 60 minute performance from Army so far. So if they can give give the fans that, they can bring that to Mikey Stadium on Saturday against Troy. We'll have another pretty competitive game, and we'll see if they can they can pull through. And uh, you know, I don't think they're gonna get. Um, I don't think you're going to get Isaiah Austin back this game. I doubt it. Uh, he was on crutches uh, during the game. So I, I would think that he's probably not going to be available. I could be wrong. And uh, we'll have to see. I, I think they got to get 
Daly going earlier in this game. I think they got to get Hayden Reed going earlier in this game. I think forget about like the the end of rounds and forget about all the fancy stuff. Get the ball, you know, move move the chains. Get Hayden Reed. We didn't talk about this that much. Hayden Reed, when he gets the ball, he's productive. He's a productive back. He, he didn't get the ball against Syracuse that much in that game. He didn't play that much against Syracuse. I think he got a little banged up. I could be wrong, but I think he got a little banged up. He was banged up, yeah. But when Hayden Reed can get the ball, he's physical. He's got a little bit of quick to him. And uh, as we saw down on the sidelines where he caught that unfortunate illegal pass, um, he's a difference. We didn't see Markel Johnson on uh, on, on Saturday on offense against, uh, against Boston College. They were rotating again. And Miles Stewart's out hurt. So, I mean, Robinson's coming in at a good time because – they're down that Kanye Udo freshman saw some early action, ran the ball pretty tough. So uh, we'll see what the options are for Army. Uh, Going to get out of here. Any final thoughts for you guys before we uh, we get out? 3.30 start on Saturday. Everybody remember that. Yeah. Early forecast, a 60% chance of rain. I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> but you know what? I just, I just want Army to show up in the first quarter. I think if they do that, they'll win the game. I, I will say this, show up offensively in the first quarter because right. their, de- their defense hadn't given up a point in the first four games in the first quarter. They did give up a point to Boston College, so they've given up seven points. Did they kick another? Six. Yeah, seven points all season long in the first quarter six on defense. Points. I missed the field, the extra point. Ah, six. Good, good. <laughs> Seth's always on top of things. Yeah, it's <laughs> only six points in the first quarter for Army's defense, so let's see if the offense can give the defense maybe a lead. Maybe give the defense a lead in the in the first quarter against Troy. Guys, thanks for watching. Again, check our YouTube channel out. Subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Got a good stuff on there. Please, if I know it's an hour long, but if you have some time, put it on your audio. Put it on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Listen to that Trent Steelman podcast. One of the best ones I've ever done. I'll leave it at that. He was pretty open about things. Uh, during his career, moments in his career, um, the highs, the lows, and, and everything in between. So in what he's doing now, um, he's more of a personal coach now, um, coaching his kids in flag football. We went we went through a lot of stuff in an hour. Please check that out. Um, you can check out all the press conference videos. Thanks to Seth. We have uh, Bryson Daly and Q Hammonds up on our YouTube channel. We have Ty- Tyrell Robinson and Jeff Munkin. And that little bonus this week, the Boston College coach Jeff Halfley's press conference too. So we really appreciate check out Black Knight Nation for our coverage, Seth doing the game stuff and more, and me doing some, I don't know, my kind of analytics, not if you're going to go for it on fourth and three or or if you're going to punt, kick or punt or go for it. I just I just write my, my kind of things on there. But thanks for joining us tonight, and uh, we'll see you soon. Beat them. Bye, guys.